Talking about traditional models and agile methodologies is very interesting because they have undergone a process evolutionary with the appearance of the first computers, which led to the part of the project failing to meet the expectations of users, such as with budgets exceeded. So traditional models and agile methodologies were created. The traditional models are those that allow you to have a work discipline that includes planning and control of the project to be developed. On the part of agile methodologies, they are those that adapt to a way of working depending on the conditions of the project. These are more used because they are more flexible there is better communication and they are faster. The first traditional model that we will talk about is the waterfall model. This was the first model to originate and is one of the most used. Its development is sequential and works in such a way that the beginning of each stage moves while for the completion of the previous stage. The size of the project is especially adapted in small and simple projects, such as a critical system where a security analysis and extensive specifications are required. The waterfall model would be the most appropriate. The size of the work team should be medium size. It is not that difficult to understand or use, so a medium term in the team is fine. Waterfall model is based on three main principles, low customer involvement, strong documentation, and sequential structure. And only on first phase to establish the requirements the client participate. And some clients consider it convenient because they don't have to participate in various team meetings and contact with the team during the period of project realization. And about the phases of this waterfall model, uh, we have requirements and carrying and analysis, and which all necessary requirements for the development of a system are gathered and documented and this is the only phase in which the customer is involved then is the system design uh, implementation okay what is the component parts of the system that are developed and test and prepare for the next phases then is integration and testing uh, and deployment of system and finally maintenance but we need to remember that there is no overlap between phases for this process and each phase must be complete before moving on the next one. One of the advantages of this model is that it is very easy and simple to use and one of its disadvantages is that we must follow the phases and we cannot change to another without having finished the previous one. Now we're going to talk about incremental model and in the incremental model there are some scenarios where the client needs the software product to be developed step by step. 
when the client doesn't have full information about their requirements and early release demands of the product and there is a requirement of a new developed model and the incremental model satisfies all the scenarios to develop a software product in the incremental model the whole requirement is divided into various builds and multiple development cycles take place here making the life cycle a multi-waterfall cycle and these cycles are divided up into smaller or more easily management models and about the phases we have uh, four phases in here the first one is uh, requirements analysis and the product is analyzed expertise and identifies their requirements and the system function requirements are understood by the requirement analysis team and this phase uh, performs a crucial role the second one is design and develop uh, in this phase uh, of the incremental model the design of the system functionality and the development method are finished with successful and third is testing in the incremental model the testing phase uh, checks the performance of each existing function as well as uh, additional functionality uh, in this phase testing the various methods are used to the test behavior of each task uh, for implementation in implementation a phase r enables the code phase of the development system uh, it involves the final coding that design the the develop phases and test the functionality in testing phase after complete in these phases, the number of products working is in change and upgrade up to the final system product. In this model, good communication with the team is required to work at the same pace and to have order in working. The customer needs to be aware that the project is what he needs. Its advantages are that it is easier to detect errors and it is a flexible model which makes it a recommendable model. Now, this advantage of incremental model. Yeah, a great effort is required in the planning process and each phase of an iteration is rigid and does not overlap each other. As an addition, functionality is added to the product and problems may arise related to a system architecture, which was not evident in early prototypes. And rectifying a problem in one unit requires correction in all the units and consume a lot of time. The spiral model is a system that has been used for many years successfully in the execution of projects. This is a combination with the waterfall model. This model is recommended for large projects, so the number of the team members must be large to move forward faster. The phases are four, which follow the order in the form of a spiral. And in this model, a lot of communication is required to carry out the project. Accommodating time, money, 
and other resources. Now about the customer involvement in a spiral model. The customer can see the development of the product at the early phase of the software development and this uh, they evaluate the system by using it before completion of the total product and that's good because not only the customer uh, see what are they doing he can try now advantage in the project with many unknown risks that occur as the development proceeds a spiral model is the best development model to follow to the risk analysis and risk handling at every phase. It's good for large and mission critical projects, a strong approval and documentation control, and additional functionality can be added at later date, and software is produced early in the software life cycle. There are some disadvantages. Spiral model is not suitable for a small project as it is expensive. And it depends too much on the risk analysis and the successful completion of the project is very much depending on it. And without a very highly experienced experience, it's going to be a failure to develop a project using this model. Prototype model. Uh, this model is used when the customer don't know the exact project requirements beforehand. In, in this model, a prototype of the end product is first developed, tested, and refined as per customer feedback repeatedly till a final acceptable prototype is achieved, which forms the basis for developing the final product. There are six phases of the prototype model in which it is convenient to draw up a sketch of what the client asks for before starting the phases. In this model, a lot of communication is required to be able to see where we want to put everything and get the project we hope for. In this case, the participation of the client is required in the same way so that they can see the sketch and can decide if changes are made or this is how their project is prepared. Some of its advantages are that it reduces time and costs and there is greater communication with the customer. About this advantage of prototype model uh, prototyping may encourage excessive change requests and sometimes customers may not be willing to participate in the iteration. Uh, cycles uh, for the long time duration could be uh, a problem and there may be far too many variations in software requirements when each time the prototype is evaluated by the customer. Uh, probably the pre documentation because the requirements of the customer are changing. Now about agile methodologies. Uh, companies have this whole system for machinating. Uh, the goal of Kanban is to identify potential bottlenecks in your process and fix them so work can flow through it cost and effectively 
at an optional speed or throughput. Uh, about the rollers, uh, uh, the service delivery manager in Kanban is a role dedicated to improving the efficacy of your workflow and also known as a flow manager. It is not meant to be an equivalent to the Scrum Master, although the roles have some similarities. Uh, the Service Request Manager is another on their other camera role that can be assigned as an add-on to a team member. It has a similar function to those products owner in Scrum and he or she is the responsible for understanding the client's needs and expectations. And about phases in Kanban, the tasks are divided into smaller phases that are carried out consecutively and under the slogan stop starting and start finishing, which implies that instead of starting a new task of performing them uh, simultaneously, they are going to carry out a term in each task and phases that continue them before starting the next one. And that is, the tasks are divided and executed until one of phases is finished and it's not continued with the next one. Each recommended period of time for iteration is adjusted depending on the needs of the project. The communication with the team must be strong for the organization of tasks through cards which are arranged to carry out the project process and the client has a great participation from the beginning since it is in charge of collecting users' stories to carry out the process. Advantage yeah, of Kanban uh, You have in any time the picture of the whole situation of issues in every store. It has a uh, good adaptability because Kanban encourage maximal adaptability, which is incredible for more extensive ventures that require ongoing change. The disadvantage uh, work continues until the items are complete, so it gets difficult to predict the timelines and review points. Process that help you reduce complexity in project development. It is recommended for using small, medium, and large projects since it accommodates very well as required to be done. The team should have between three and nine members, this depending on the size of the project. The roles in Scrum are made up of the Scrum Master, Product Owner, Scrum Team, Client, and Management, each of whom has different responsibilities for the development of a project. It consists of five phases, which can be updated and modified if the client so requests. Its recommended iteration times is one month. When the three days are completed, a review must be carried 
as well as brief meetings every day to see how the process is going. In Scrum, the communication is the, in this model must be perfect. Any member, regardless of the role, will be able to communicate with any other without intermediaries or a spoken person. And the customer is one of the essential parts of this model. Continuously review, be clear about this project priorities and communicate it uh, to the product owner so that he can order the backlog in which the team will work and finally deliver in form of value. And some advantage removing mistakes or rectifying them is considerably easy with the Scrum methodology. Uh, easy visibility of all stages of the process throughout its development. Uh, it's easy to cope with the change required by the claim as a Scrum methodology. Consist of short sprints with constant feedback. You are able to change develop at any stage as you get access to an increased flexibility with the Scrum methodology uh, by evolving customer. A school methodology ensures the best results. The XP methodology is agile and flexible with the elaboration of the projects. It is recommended in small projects, so the size of the team can be from two members to 12 members and sometimes there are more team members depending on the adaptability and difficulty of the project to be developed. In XP team roles, it is common to see XP teams include many different roles, not only developers like other agile frameworks an XP team will consist of developers, product or project owners and managers, user, the most important thing. In XP you can also have two new roles, the tracker and the coach. The tracker is a role a developer generally fills to track particular key metrics of team's performance such as software quality and this role is not necessary you will create it on needs only basis the next one is the coach an outside party who can watch and monitors teams performance and this person is often a consultant or a mentor in xp the consumer is the main expression of the product leader role and the extreme programming is an actual user of the system being built a full-time part of the project team on site with the rest of the team and sometimes the customer and the product match number are seen as one as the same and extreme programming project life cycle are divided into six phases that are exploration planning iteration turbulence production maintenance and death in the first phase, exploration, the customers are responsible to write user story cards. In planning the phase, producer the user stories and schedules the first release. 
and testing validation of the system can be done in the problem phase and ideas and suggestion is done at the maintenance phase and finally the death phase is the final product transition where no more stories are considered from the user. The recommended iteration period is one month as requirements change rapidly and very frequent. A communication with the team must be adequate to coordinate with the programmers and team members this so that the tools and technologies that will be needed during the process are analyzed. And at some advantage of extreme programming, it brings efficiency in the coding process and provides the maximum value of the customer. Extreme programming is a cost-saving methodology. It helps to reduce the number of risks related to programming and it breaks the task into models. It spreads the risk and decreases the dependence of any project or individual coder. But it has disadvantage. The main disadvantage of extreme programming is the constant involvement of the customer. Sometimes many customers might not be able, and also the lack of proper documentation creates problems in large products. Extreme programming is not well planned. It may be hard to find significant number of defects for the tester by just merely looking to the screen. So traditional programming makes practicable for the tester to get an improved number of defects. The disadvantages of Scrum is that if the tasks are not well performed, problems will arise during the elaboration and it is a methodology that works with uh, small teams for which it is necessary that the members have experience and can contribute more to the team. What was learned in this unit? It was about the different traditional models that exist, their faces, characteristics, advantages and disadvantages. The model that most caught my attention was a spiral model, due to the way its process is carried out. In the same way, I learned about agile methodologies that I personally didn't know exist but I really like one of them, which is Scrum. I learned more about this methodology thanks to the talk that was, had, was very interesting. And what I understood was that they allow us to adapt to a way of working for the elaboration of a project which is flexible and can be adapted according to what the client required. Now I'm going to see my conclusion of this unit one. And I learned about the different traditional and agile methodologies. We saw the process through their faces, how the customer is involved through the project, and what are the advantage and disadvantage. I really like to learn about prototyping model and screw. And we actually had a talk with 
a lady talking about this chroma we need to and she said we need to learn continuously about this because uh, these methodologies are evolving uh, continuously so we need to learn a lot and something that i really have seen in these methodologies that i learned is they need a good communication because they cannot work without someone doing only their part and don't saying anything to the team